0: Exploring faith and the future. Neil Johnson and Bible teacher, Dr. Camille Majdali. Exploring some of those elements from the book of Genesis in the Bible. Important elements because they speak of the way that sin entered the world. Camille, when we talk about sin, we talk about the fall. We're talking about personalities who are involved here. And it's not just Adam and Eve, but it's, as we've discovered, another personality known as the serpent or Satan. That's right. In Genesis, we actually have
1: evil and the evil instigator introduced. Called the serpent in the Garden of Eden, as you said, it is Satan. There is an interesting passage of Scripture in Ezekiel 28, verses 12 to 16, that speak about, first of all, the Prince of Tyre, but end up talking about Satan himself. What we learn about Satan are several things. First of all, the word Satan may be more of a title than even a name, the Satan. The meaning of this is adversary. He is our adversary. He's God's and he's the enemy of our soul. We understand he tempted Eve surreptitiously using the serpent. But in the Gospels, he tempts Jesus openly, doesn't use a serpent. Now, the serpent itself ends up becoming an unclean animal. Perhaps, according to Leviticus 11.42, he was used of Satan. But what do we learn about Satan, both in Genesis as well as in Ezekiel chapter 28? Well, a few things. We learn that he has power. He has a lot of power, but he's not omnipotent, meaning all-powerful. That belongs to God. Satan is knowledgeable. In fact, disarmingly, he apparently knows the Bible, and he quotes it, just like he did to Jesus in the wilderness. But he doesn't know everything. He's not omniscient, all-knowing. Satan can be present in various places, but he's not omnipresent All these attributes of being omnipotent, all-powerful, omniscient, all-knowing, omnipresent, present everywhere, belong to God
0: and to God alone. Camille, when we hear of Satan described as the great adversary and we know that he is a deceiver, the question that comes to mind, though, that might be in the hearts of some listening to our conversation, why would God allow a adversary, a deceiver, to be there in the garden. Nothing happens by chance here, and God is
1: sovereign. He allowed Satan to do that work. It's not something perhaps he rubbed his hands in glee over, but it was allowed to see what was in the heart of the first couple. Also, we need to understand how Satan himself works, because one of his things is tempting people regarding the word of God. Satan will cause us to doubt. He will bring deception. He will try to add to the word, subtract from the word, misquote the word, transgress the word, misinterpret the word, contradict the word, deny the word, and God watches to see how we'll respond. Now, if we know the word and it's hidden in our hearts and we walk according to it and our faith grows accordingly, we overcome Satan. Adam and Eve were given the word of God in this case, don't touch of the fruit, they didn't stand on it, therefore they were defeated. God allows that to see what's in our hearts because once we know what's in our hearts, we can do serious business with Him. Faith